You are listening to episode 20 of the TJ Tells It podcast. Today, I'm telling you how to prepare for that major fitness goal. Welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and this is your straight talk guide to the fitness lifestyle by a non-traditional fitness junkie. Have you ever said, I could never run, lift weights, take a spin class, complete a 5K, or even that marathon? If you ever said, I'm not the fitness type, Are you afraid to go to the gym because you don't know where to start or what to do? Or are you just looking for a little motivation to get out the door? If I just described you, then this is the podcast for you. You will hear about starting a health and fitness lifestyle, tips and tricks to staying on track and motivated. You'll learn the ins and outs of becoming a healthier you. You will also get to meet some of my favorite fitness junkies around and more. Lace up your shoes and let's get this journey started. Hey, hey, welcome, welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. I am TJ, I'm your host, and today I'm bringing you an episode all about how to prepare for that major fitness goal. But first, let me give you a quick update on what's going on in my world fitness-wise and give you a quick update on the first 60-day challenge I was doing that I told you about back in January. So it's all done. I made it through 60 days and I did almost every day two day workouts, but that was not necessarily the hard part about the challenge. I regularly will do two days just because I like starting and ending my day doing something that is fun to me. Um, The hard part was trying to figure out what nutrition system was going to work for me and put me on the road to burning fat and building muscle or just burning fat because um, the truth of the matter is I needed to lose some weight. And I settled on keto partly because as part of the first 60 day challenge I did, which was the heat challenge, you got a nutrition plan and a workout plan and the two definitely go together when you are trying to transform your body. And so they gave me keto because I told them, I don't know, you tell me what I need. After doing some adjustments to my macros and making sure that I was eating the right balance of things, it really started to work for me. I know people talk about doing keto and they talk about doing low carb and they talk about doing this diet and that diet and all the things, but it really is about figuring out what works for you and your body. And trust me, I have done many of different diets and eating plans and meal plans and calorie counting and this counting and that counting. And this one just seems to work quite well with my body. It could be that um, I haven't had any sugar since I started doing it. That might be part of it. I've been eating um, more protein and having the good fats that I need. And I kept it relatively clean. By relatively clean, I mean really clean and that I was eating vegetables every day, which truth be told, I don't always do that. I um, did have limited amounts of fruit, which was hard for me because I do love my fruit. But I ate blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, and things like that. And that worked really well for me. So all in all told, I normally don't give out numbers. And I can tell you what my starting weight was and my ending weight and all that. But I will say that I lost 25 pounds on um, this meal plan and workout schedule. And it 
I started to feel better as it went along, even though I was working out a lot and um, I definitely was tired, but I started to sleep better. And when I woke up, I felt like I was refreshed and then making it through the day without necessarily having to have coffee or need that sugar pickup or whatnot. And that was really awesome. So one of these days soon, I will post my before and after pictures just so that y'all can see. And I will, of course, announce it on the podcast and, um, uh, put it on Instagram and everything so that you can see the changes that happened over the 60 day period. And 60 days is a long time, but it was a long enough commitment and a big enough challenge that I felt motivated every day to get up and keep going. So much so that I am going to do the heat challenge again. And it starts in April, the end of April, April 22nd to be exact. And the other fitness challenge that I'm doing is Fit Trip, and I do that every year. And it's a body comp challenge. So you get rewarded for building muscle as well as losing fat, but you get more points for building muscle. And so right now I'm in the last few weeks of it and I am lifting heavy weights and enjoying that a whole lot. I've reduced my cardio a little bit, but the weights have gone up and it's fun times. I am currently doing the strength programs on Fit Radio. My girl Bianca's got one. Um was an in-person trainer for me, but now um is I work out with him and harass him on Instagram about his workouts through the Fit Radio app and I really love it. If you have not checked out Fit Radio, you really should. If you want to be able to get off work and go to the gym and not have to figure out what your workout is going to be, and you know that you're going to get a good solid sweat in or a good solid lift in, you should for sure check out the Fit Radio app. And if you want to hear a little bit more about the philosophy behind it and the types of people that work there, you should listen to parts one and two of Bianca's interview, which were episodes 18 and 19. She is the fitness director and also my marathon sister, but I um, was introduced to Fit Radio through her, but... As y'all know, I tell the truth about whether or not I like something and I really do like it. It's an easy go-to, especially when you're kicking off your journey or you are in flux about where you want to work out, how you want to work out, what kinds of things you want to do. There's a lot of variety on there. Plus there's DJ made mixes. So if you really need a good like music playlist to get you going, but you don't have time to create that epic playlist like we used to do with um, CDs and tapes and whatnot, it's already done for you in the app, which is amazing. So like today, for instance, I got off work and went to the gym and I opened the app and just clicked on my next workout for the day and it was a leg workout and it was had a mix associated with it so I just listened to it and worked my way through the different workouts and it was great. They also have cardio coaching so if you want to do a bike or a run or treadmill workout or elliptical workout or take one of those workouts and adapt it to the cardio equipment you like like sometimes I use the rowing machine and I will row using one of the interval type workouts. But that is just a quick update. I will update y'all once I have um, more information about the Fit Trip challenge that I'm doing. And um, I will keep you updated on my progress as I start round two of the heat challenge and see if I can't make an even bigger transformation. Now, let's talk about the major fitness goal. And I have five different things that you can do to kind of prepare yourself. 
So let's set the scenario. Right now, it is the end of March and Peachtree Road Race sign up is happening, but you also have the option to sign Triple Peach. You say, what's the Triple Peach? Well, the Triple Peach is doing the Peachtree Road Race on July 4th, which is a 10K. And then you do the Atlanta 10 miler in October, 10 miles. It is a beast of a race, but it is my all-time favorite race every year that I do. And then you do the Thanksgiving half marathon, and that will complete your triple peach status. You get an extra medal and shirt. Why not? I'll sign up for Triple Peach. And then they come to me a couple days later and they're like, so I registered and I'm also doing Triple Peach. Uh, what have I gotten myself into? And I'm like, guys, it's going to be amazing. Remember, you get an extra shirt and medal. And they're like, uh-huh. But what about all those miles? And I'm like, it's simple. You have to make a plan and then you work the plan. So tip number one is to put it on your calendar. Put all the elements of your major fitness goal whether it's you're training for a Spartan race or you're training to complete the triple peach or you're training for a marathon, you want to put the ultimate date on your calendar. And then for something like triple peach, where the race series is extended over several months, you want to put in some reminders. So for instance, you registered for the Peach Tree Road Race on July 4th. So go ahead and stick that on your calendar so you don't forget that you got a race coming up. And you're probably thinking, um, how in the world would I forget that I have a race? It happens to people all the time. And then it's like two weeks out and they're like, uh, so I just realized that I signed up for this race and I haven't been training. So when you put it on your calendar, the critical point is to set some reminders. So when you put that Thanksgiving Day half marathon on your calendar in March and Thanksgiving's in November, you want to set at least a 12 week reminder beforehand and then maybe even a uh, 16 to 20 week before race day reminder so that then you're uh, triggered to get yourself training or a training plan or even start contemplating it. You also want to put a one month out so that you can know that, okay, this is critical mass plus it's four weeks until a huge event happens in my life and this is going to be amazing and I love getting those little reminders of like this is coming up. Sometimes it will ensue a little bit of panic but what's a little panic to get you motivated and keep you going so that you can finish strong. The other thing about the reminders is it will help you plan accordingly. So you'll know like, okay, I'm putting it 12 weeks out. What is 12 weeks out? When does that start? So I need to start ramping up for the next cycle of training. So you've put the races on your calendar and you've set yourself some reminders so that you can not forget about your races, but also know when you need to start training for them. So Peachtree is July 4th and the official Atlanta Track Club in training program starts on, I think it is April 13th, actually. It is the day of the Atlanta Women's 5K, which if you have listened to the earlier episodes, you know that that was my gateway race. That's how I got started in running. And um, it was the very first 5K I've done. And I do it every year. 
And now it's the week of my birthday, so I love it. I call it my birthday party and get people to do it. But if you want to hear more about that, check out, I think it's episode one or two, might even be episode three, but check it out and you can hear all about um, how that race went for me. But so training starts 12 weeks out, uh, April 13th and on Saturdays, every Saturday morning from then until race day, um, I will volunteer as a run lead with Atlanta Track Club in the in-training program and help people achieve this goal. So Petrie Road Race goes on the calendar. It goes in with some reminders. I have them set weekly so that I can... Um, on Friday nights, make sure that I have everything ready to go for Saturday morning as if I would forget, but still. And then the 10 miler comes, but it's not until October. And so you're like, okay, July 4th has happened. You're reveling in that. It was an awesome party with 60,000 people. And then there's a little bit of a gap and you're like, eh, I don't need to start training quite yet, but you don't want to forget that the October is going to come sooner than you think. So you want to put the 10 miler on your calendar and then set those reminders. And so you want to start training in August. The good thing about this is because the 10 miler and the half marathon are about a month apart, you're already training for your half marathon when you're training for the 10 miler. So one set of reminders will get you to the start line. The second thing is to tell other people that you're doing this. You know, I'm a huge fan of putting things on social media to hold yourself accountable. So the other thing is you may not know that there are other people in your life who are also doing this. And so you may get training buddies out of it. You will, if nothing else, get encouragement and people will remind you that you can do this. And you may need that at some point in your training cycle. You have a permanent place where you can go back and see people's encouraging words or you can share the post again and give some commentary and updates. And people love to see other people reaching for their goals. They will encourage you. They will give you good tips and comments. And they may even get out there with you. You never know who you may inspire. But a critical part of getting ready for a major fitness goal is to make sure that you have someone to share it with. So share it with other people so that you can have some accountability. Accountability is huge for goal setting. I talked about um, five tips to goal setting in the mm, first episode of the year. I have to link it in the show notes. I don't remember exactly what number I was on at that point, but it's five tips for goal setting and part of it is having accountability. The third thing is Talk to someone else who's actually accomplished the goal. Unless it's something completely brand new and some kind of crazy obstacle course with hidden um, obstacles or secret um, tasks that you might have to complete, I bet there's someone out there that you can ask questions of and you can talk to them, ask them about their experience. What is the one tip that they would give you about doing it? For instance, for the 10 miler for me is to remember that you get to go downhill, which is huge in Atlanta. <laughs> They'll let you go downhill instead of just taking you uphill and then turning the corner and then going uphill some more. But also remembering that you're going to encounter cheer stations and that's going to give you a boost. So you know that as the race goes on and the farther in the miles you go, you're still going to have race support on there. I have other tips and tricks and things to tell people about the 10 miler and Thanksgiving half marathon, as well as Peachtree. But um, 
I like to talk to other people. What was your experience like? What do I need to be prepared for? Are the water stations far enough apart or are they too close together or are they too far apart? Do I need to remember to carry other things? But talking to someone else who's done it will also assuage some of your nerves and knowing that that person is still standing, they made it through and more likely than not, they're going to be super excited about it. If you ask me about the 10 miler, prepare yourself to hear all the things because it's my absolute favorite. And sometimes that's all you need to hear is that someone enjoys it, enjoyed it, had a great time, love the cheer stations. Just that enthusiasm will be enough to carry you through so that you will be prepared and can enjoy it as well. The fourth tip I have for you is to decide on a training plan. This is sometimes super easy. For instance, in Atlanta, if you live in Atlanta and you have your Saturdays free and you don't want to have to put together your own training plan for the Atlanta Track Club races, you can do in-training. It's done by um, the Track Club. You have volunteer run leads, but the program is done by Amy Begley, who has also been on the podcast. She's the coach. Um, She's the one that I um, will... um, heckle on Instagram when she gives me crazy running workouts to do when I actually go to running workouts, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and you have a built-in program. It tells you what to do every day, whether it's a rest day or it's a workout day or it's a long run day or it's easy miles, It, but it's done for you. You pay um, a fee for it and you have um, a supported 12 to 16 week journey, depending on which training program you're doing. And it's easy peasy. Not everybody can do that. And so they have to figure out what they're going to do for training. Are they going to find a personal coach? Are you going to find a personal trainer? Are you going to kind of ask other people what they did and put together the plan for yourself? But I highly recommend that you set up your training plan, figure out how you're going to get from point A to point B and lay it all out. You want to look at the whole thing one time. And then I quickly say that you take it one day at a time. When I trained for my very first marathon, I did the in-training program and I had the book and I literally clipped all of the pages together except for the week I was on and I took it day by day. And that helped me um, deal with some of the overwhelm that comes from figuring out that you're going to run 26.2 miles at some point in uh, the very near future. But taking it day by day helped. But if I didn't have a training plan, I would not have been able to do that. And it kind of would have been even more stressful. And by kind of, I mean, it would have been significantly more stressful. And when you're accomplishing a big goal, you want to set yourself up for success. And having a training plan is um a great way to set yourself up for success. There are lots of training plans online that you can get for free. And if you're the type of person who's super self-motivated and you just need to know how to get from point A to point B, that might be a great option for you. I will say that you want to have established places where you can go to ask questions when you experience hurdles or you need just a little bit more information. And there are plenty of groups where people will give you more advice than you actually wanted. And um, 
you'll be able to get answers to your questions, but just have a plan in mind for how you're gonna get from point A to point B. The last tip I have for you, tip number five, is to mentally prepare to cross the finish line. So you gotta get your mind right. I always say that a lot of these huge goals are accomplished by having your mind right. Can you believe that you can do it? Do you have that faith in yourself? Do you have the self-discipline to when you wake up and you're like, I just want to skip today to get out of the bed and go do? It starts in your head. I say start by envisioning yourself crossing the finish line. That's how I make it through a lot of races. I'm like, I've already seen myself cross the finish line. So there's no not crossing the finish line. I'm crossing that finish line. I'm partly stubborn, sometimes too stubborn for my own good, but it helps me do what I do. People ask me like, how could you spend eight plus hours doing a marathon without stopping and not just wanting to give up? Because I saw myself crossing that finish line, there was no option. I wanted that medal and I wanted to be able to say I was a marathoner. That was the goal I had. And so I mentally prepared for it. I also um, kept myself motivated with little goals along the way. So is this the farthest I've ever run this week? Or did I accomplish all of my workouts? Or did I get just a little bit faster, a little bit stronger? And those little goals help fill my tank so that I had the motivation I needed when I was accomplishing big fitness goals. How do you get from point A to point B and it starts in your head? Can you see yourself doing this? And if you can't, that's okay too. I always tell my training participants, I will believe in you until you believe in yourself. And so that's where a training group or having that accountability partner who wholeheartedly believes that you can do what you set yourself out to do comes into play. So Believe in yourself, find someone that believes in you for when those days that you doubt yourself. And if you need that person and you have this major fitness goal and you're like, I don't know, I don't have anyone to talk to, you can message me. DM me on Instagram, send me a Facebook message, send me an email, tj at tjtellsit.com. I will happily encourage you, get you set up in the right direction and moving forward. So let's just recap When you've had that oh crap moment, I signed up for this big major goal and I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do it. What can I do to get from sign up day where I've paid my money to crossing that finish line or lifting that heavy weight or losing those extra pounds? Put it on your calendar. Step number one. Don't forget those reminders, but put it on your calendar. Step number two, share it with other people. There is something to be said for having an accountability partner and sharing your major goals with other people. The third is talk to someone who's done it before. There is no reason for you to have to reinvent the wheel if someone else has already gone through it. Don't reinvent the wheel, talk to someone else, ask for their advice, and they'll likely be super excited to have someone who's actually interested in listening to them talk about their 10 mile race ad nauseum and give all the information that you will feel very supported. The fourth thing is to decide on your training plan. Super practical, absolutely necessary, train for your major fitness goal so that you can enjoy the finish line. The fifth one is mentally prepare. Get your mind right. Start by envisioning yourself crossing the finish line. Work backwards. 
figure out what motivates you and you will accomplish your major fitness goal. Can't wait to see those posts and to cheer on other people as they're doing the triple peach this year. I am doing it again because I've done it every year that they have hosted it. I have done all three races and it has been a lot of fun. So here's hoping that these five tips will help you get you to your finish line and to your major fitness goal. And until next time, thank you for listening. I'll be back next time for another episode of the TJ Tells It podcast, telling about a health and fitness journey. You can find all the archive episodes and show notes at tjtellsit.com forward slash podcast. Never miss the next episode by subscribing through your favorite podcast app, such as Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play, or just sign up for my email newsletter on tjtellsit.com. Not only that, signing up will score you a free weekly fitness planner. You can send your questions to me at tj at tjtellsit.com. In between episodes, you can follow my journey on Instagram or Twitter by following tjtellsit. Keep in mind that this is a one step at a time, always moving forward journey, and you will too succeed on your health and fitness journey. I'm TJ and I'm telling you.